Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. This is episode number 51, and today is going to be fun. <laughs> We've got some powerful insights that could really help you with your life and losing weight. We've got some major encouragement. It's going to be like a strong, like verbal cup of coffee. We've got some tough love because we all need that tough love from time to time. And as always, we've got a lot of truth because you know I'm all about giving you the truth. The truth is the only thing that helps us grow and move forward and progress. So let's get into it. Have you ever said or thought or just felt any of the following things? Like, oh my gosh, I've just been so busy lately. I mean, you wouldn't believe how crazy this week has been. My husband or my wife has been out of town and it has been nuts. I am hanging on by a thread. I mean, I had to work late every day this week. The kids had practice 11 times this past week. Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, and Friday at 5 a.m. for soccer and 7 p.m. for croquet. And then African Cambogia dancing lessons start next week. Actually, if I'm totally honest, I don't even live at home anymore. It doesn't even make sense. I'm only there 37 minutes per day anyway, so I figured why even go there. I, instead, I've just put a change of clothes and some mouthwash in my car, and man, I just zip around and just live out of my car. And you know, I don't even see my spouse anymore at all, except for maybe about three minutes at bedtime between the kids and work and stuff around the house and all the other stuff that just pops in day to day. We're both just trying to stay above water to keep our crazy world spinning. <laughs> Can you identify with any of those statements? For some of you, you may, you may be either laughing or maybe having a little bit of a panic attack because you're like, yes, that's my life. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. I'm hanging on by a thread. I'm so busy. It's so hectic. It's so stressful. Look, I get it. I do. I promise. You're busy. But guess what? So is everyone else. <laughs> and you may think that you're like way busier than they are, whoever they is. But I guarantee I can show you someone that's twice as busy as you. One person's busy is another person's average day. Parkinson's law states that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. This explains why we all feel so busy all the time. Yet some people are tackling 13 different issues before lunch, while others can barely squeeze three into their entire day, and then they feel incredibly stressed by it. The bottom line remains, regardless of how busy you truly are or maybe are not, you're going to feel busy. It's going to feel that way. You're going to feel busy and hectic and stressed because your stuff, your work, expands to fit the time that you have available. It's Parkinson's law. It's science. It just is what it is. So everyone is busy and being busy is a problem. My challenge as a coach is how can I help people deal with it and still succeed when it comes to their body and weight loss? If I'm just brutally honest, when someone tells me how busy they've been and they kind of use that as an excuse when it comes to nutrition and working out and weight loss. This is what 
I sometimes want to say, oh my gosh, wow, that sounds so crazy. Bless your heart. You know, did the busy monster like come jump out of the closet and shove donuts in your mouth? Did he come tie you down and force you to eat hamburgers and pizza and chips? And then did he threaten to kill your whole family if you got up to exercise? No, no, that's not what happened. The busy monster didn't come and haunt you like that. Then shut your whining up because everyone's busy. Until the busy monster jumps out of your closet, you have no excuse. (laughs) Oh, I hope I didn't lose too many listeners right there. So uh, look, of course, I'm kidding, right? I would never say that, but it has passed through my head a few times, if I'm completely honest. In actuality, like I always try to be very understanding when someone has an out of the blue, like super busy week. And you know what I'm talking about. Something that's, it's not the norm and it throws a huge wrench in your gears. The problem is in this day and age of like do more than the next person or you suck, it's easy to just get way too busy or to just use busyness as an excuse to grease our esophagus with French fries and milkshakes and potato chips and candy. What's super important to understand is that the problem isn't what we think it is. Let me say that again. What's really important to understand is the problem isn't what we think it is. We point at busyness and not having enough time as the issue, as the things that are holding us back. But really, being too busy is a dressed up way of saying something totally different. Too busy is just another way of saying This is not a priority for me. I don't want to start this right now. I'm scared to start because I'm scared to fail. I just, honestly, I'd rather do other things. I really don't want to do this because let's be honest, it's not as much fun as what I'm doing now. I'm too stressed to imagine trying to do something else in my life. I have such little space available in my life right now the last thing I want to do is fill it with diet food and miserable exercise that I dread. So if all of these are true, and they are, because when we say, oh, I'm too busy, or oh, I have no time, we're really saying one of those things. So if they're all true, then what's really at the root of our too busy problem, and then how do we overcome it? Well, really, it comes down to only three possible things. Number one is priorities. It's not a lack of time. It's a lack of priorities. You're not prioritizing your nutrition or exercise or weight loss. And you may say, Corey, I have no time to prioritize. No, 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 you're you're missing the point. (laughs) Priorities mean something goes to the top of the list or towards the top. More important maybe than Netflix or more important than playing on your phone or maybe more important than, you know, uh, reading that book that you really enjoy or maybe more important than creating your, creating some new memoji or uh, meme that you're going to post on Facebook later. That's what priorities mean. So that's the first issue. The second issue is capacity. There's a chance that you literally have taken on so many things in your life and with your responsibilities that you truly have very, very little time. It doesn't mean you have no time, but you have very, very little time. You have no margin in your life, and you have just a tiny, tiny amount of space to squeeze anything else in. Okay, look, guys, here's the facts. There will always be something else. There will always be be something to do, always something that has got to get done, always something that pops up, always something in the way until you either prioritize or you create space. For most people, these are the issues, prioritizing or creating space. It's one of these two, but there is one more thing. 
that can really ride below the surface and jump in and just stop you in your tracks before you even get started. And it is doubt. And that's really just a lack of belief in yourself and in your chances for success. So sometimes when we think we're too busy, it could be priorities. It could be that we need more space in our life. But a lot of times, guys, it's silent and it's subtle, but it's doubt. We, we will use busyness as an excuse to not get started because we really have a lack of belief in ourself and we don't believe that we can su- succeed. This one seems to make perfect sense in your head, but trust me, it's subtle. The bully in your brain. You guys have heard me talk about the bully in your brain over and over again, a hundred times. I'm going to do an entire episode on the bully in your brain. So if you haven't subscribed, be sure to subscribe. This is, that's one of the most powerful concepts you can learn, I promise. The bully in your brain doesn't scream at you when it comes to this doubt. He doesn't, he or she doesn't scream, hey, you idiot. You know you're not going to stick with this, so why even start? You know you're not going to be successful, so just don't do it. That's not how it works. The bully in your brain is subtle and sneaky and convinces you of something before you even realize it. And the worst part, it seems totally rational. So why argue? I mean, it makes sense. If I usually don't stick with it, like if I haven't stuck with it in the past, that means I'm probably not going to stick with it this time. And I am really busy, so why get my hopes up? Waste money on a gym membership or some diet book or some program or just a bunch of diet food. And then also waste my precious time and energy. Why do all of that? It just makes it so much more sense. It's just so much easier to squash it all before it even gets started. And voila, there you are. The bully in your brain has convinced you to not even start, to stop before you even get started. It's important to understand that doubt and lack of belief is not obvious, guys. Andy Stanley, the founder of North Point Ministries, says that greed is hard to see in ourselves. He says no one looks in the mirror and says, wow, like I'm really greedy. (laughs) Well, doubt is exactly the same. We'd much rather dress it up as something else like being too busy. Very few people are able to take a long, hard look at themselves and their situation and say, you know, if I'm totally honest, I'm not taking action, not because I'm so busy, but because I don't believe in myself. I'm just full of so much doubt that I can't even get started. I'd rather just avoid the topic and do other stuff that feels more comfortable and familiar to me right now. So, whether your issue is priorities or capacity or doubt, what do we do? Honestly, it could be, and probably usually is, a combination of two or even all three of those things. And we could go through all sorts of questions and analysis to try and figure out Which is your primary problem and blah, blah, blah. And how do you address each one? But here's the thing, guys. There's a solution that works for all three of these issues. So we're just going to cut to the chase, flip to the back of the book, and jump right to the answer. Okay, are you ready? Here we go. Here's what I recommend to get over the hump, get going, and get started. Two simple steps, but they're really powerful if you actually do them. Number one, small, simple, specific. You need to realize that doing something is 1,000 times better than doing nothing. <laughs> because if you don't get started, you're doing nothing. So you may, your brain may want to say, well, hey, wh- so what if you drink, if all you're doing is drinking six glasses of water a day? I mean, that's not going to help. Drinking six glasses of water a day is way better than not focusing on how much water you drink at all. <laughs> so realize that doing something is 1,000 times better than doing nothing. And then just take one or two small steps. That's it. Just start something. 
maybe two days this week. You wake up 30 minutes earlier than usual before anyone else is up so that you're not interrupted and you go for a 25 minute walk. Boom. That's it. Incredible. That is a start. That's a foundation you can build off of. That's a small, simple, specific goal for this week. And once you have it, the next thing that's so important, you must follow step number two. You do it, whether you want to or not. <laughs> See, once you simplify and you quit trying to do everything all at once, which just leads to the horrible all-or-nothing perfectionism that causes people to quit or weak or two after they start, once you quit this stupid stuff and you just get started with simple and small stuff that will actually make a difference, then it's your responsibility to yourself to actually do it, to do those small, simple things, to take action, whether you want to or not. That's called keeping a commitment to yourself. Look, I've never met anyone who always wants to eat healthy or always wants to work out, or never has a bad day, or is never stressed, or never wants to munch on chips or candy, including me, okay? <laughs> Take this week, for example. I worked out four times this week, and two of those were sheer will. I was so not in the mood to work out. I just wasn't. I just wasn't feeling it and did not want to do it. I wanted to go home and read a book or relax or do something else. But you know what I did? I turned on my favorite music, and I went and did it anyway. I kept the commitment to myself and my goals and my body. And that, my friends, is how you build mental muscle. That's how you build consistency. That's how you get real results and truly change your life. But you cannot do this. You cannot exert your will and succeed if you're trying to do everything all at once. Like traditional diets and weight loss programs, they're all at once. You must start small and simple, and then you can aim your willpower like a powerful laser and just burn right through those one or two things, whether you feel like it or not. And guess what? Eventually those one or two things, gradually over time, they just get a little easier and a little easier and they become ingrained and you're not using your willpower on those anymore. Aha. And that's when it's time to add another one or two things and start the step-by-step -step process over again. It is gradual and doable and it leads to life changing results. And that's exactly what we do in my inner circle coaching group. When you truly commit and step into this process, it's not only life changing, it's also just totally changes how you think about weight loss and how you think about your body. And honestly, it's, it's just so much more fun than the frantic, stressful weight loss attempts that everyone else does when they embark on these super strict challenges and detoxes and super rigid diets like keto or Whole30. So my friends, whether you have a priority problem, a capacity problem, or you just don't believe you can do it, the bottom line solution is really the same. Simplify things by choosing something small and then be very specific. Don't just say, oh, I'll eat better this week. Or I'll just cut out sugar. Or I'm going to go to the gym three days this week. No, 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 no. Look, simple and small means that you choose something so basic, so elementary, that the only way you'll fail is if you get hit by a truck. <laughs> that's the only way you get knocked out of the game. So that's simple and small. And then when it comes to specific, specific means you get crazy detailed with the simple and small stuff. On Tuesday and Saturday, I will wake up 30 minutes earlier at 6 a.m. and walk for 25 minutes before anyone else wakes up. Boom! That's specificity. <laughs> Let's try that again. 
I, I could edit this out, but I'm not. Just so you guys know, I'm all over the place sometimes. That's specificity. That's specificity. And once you do this, you do it whether you want to or not. That's part of the game, guys. But Corey, look, I couldn't get to bed Monday night until 1 a.m. I know I said I was going to work out Tuesday morning. I was going to go for a walk. But Monday, I just could not get into bed. I didn't fall asleep till 1 a.m. And if I woke up at 6 a.m., that would only be five hours of sleep. And Oh, God, I would feel terrible. And then I have a long day of work and the kids. Hey, you know what else feels terrible, guys? Lying to yourself. Saying you're going to do something and then not doing it. At some point, you must break the cycle of breaking promises to yourself. When someone has a newborn baby, they're tired as crap, and they probably only average four or five hours of sleep per night, if that. But they don't just quit. They don't just stop their commitment to their new baby. No way. They love their baby, and they're dedicated to that precious little child, regardless of what pops up in their schedule or how tired they might feel or how little sleep they get. You, my friend, you and your body, you are a precious child. <laughs> and you show yourself love and care by keeping promises to yourself and taking care of your body. That's called loving yourself. And it's a beautiful thing. And it leads to a weight loss journey and a life that is fun and free, not rigid and stressed and full of pressure to drop a certain amount of weight in a certain period of time. So for goodness sakes, please, Choose simple, small, and specific over the stupid, self-defeating, all-at-once, all-or-nothing approach. And if you ever want any help with it, if you feel overwhelmed and you just can't figure it out, just shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook. Simple as that. And you know we're not wrapping up without ingraining it into our brains. You, you beautiful person, you, you are more than just a number. You are incredible and capable and amazing regardless of what the scales say because there's more to you than what you weigh and losing weight that's really all about gaining life and living the life you've always wanted a life that's fun and free and full of confidence mm, mm, mm. y'all are the best thank you so much for your time today i hope this has been helpful much love god bless bye bye